NetCredit is here to say yes to a personal loan or line of credit when other lenders say no. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. If approved, applications are typically funded the next business day or sooner. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Application subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partner. NetCredit. Credit to the people. Saving money on everything for your projects. Now at Menards. We have it all for garden and landscaping essentials. Visit our outdoor garden center today and update your backyard space. Grid accents lattice panels have a timeless design with an innovative design that's simple to install and requires almost no maintenance. Save big on lattice panel options at Menards. View our entire selection of garden center products today on Menards.com. Save big money at As kids are growing up and learning to be social beings, they'll encounter both joyful and challenging situations. Some kids long to have more friends, or maybe don't know how to extricate themselves from a friendship that isn't working anymore. There will be misunderstandings and hurt feelings right alongside super fun and warm and fuzzy kid-to-kid interactions. Sometimes your child is a kid that all the kids in class fight to sit next to. Or maybe they're the child on the periphery who doesn't quite know how to join in. All of this is just normal kid stuff. But things can become more complicated and more serious when bullying is involved. On today's episode, I'm giving tips for helping your child when they're being bullied. Welcome back to Project Parenthood. I'm your host, Dr. Nanika Kaur, clinical psychologist and respectful parenting therapist. Each week, I'll help you repair and deepen your parent-child connection, increase self-compassion and cooperation from your kids, and cultivate joy, peace, and resilience in your relationship with them. These days, bullying is no longer confined to the schoolyard and sleepovers. Bullying also shows up in text messages, on social media, and in the shadows of online anonymity. And its impact is profound, leaving scars that can run a whole lot deeper than scraped knees and bruised egos. But when you're equipped with some knowledge, empathy, and a toolkit of actionable strategies, you can intervene in ways that'll help to bullyproof your kiddo. So let's talk about what bullying is and isn't. In its positive form, teasing and playful banter fosters closer relationships and connections, and usually takes place between buddies. Because we all have an innate human desire to be a part of a group, teasing can be a good-natured way of enforcing social rules or navigating awkward situations. It can help kids learn to take constructive criticism or help kids understand that you can poke fun at one another and still maintain a mutually respectful friendship. Playful teasing is characterized by its lightheartedness and the intention to bring people closer together. But... Even though the teaser may have harmless intentions, a child who isn't in a playful mood or has trouble reading social cues might feel they're being teased in a hurtful way. The thing about teasing, though, is that because the intention is to connect, it usually stops right away if it's unwanted. For example, if Jesse becomes angry when Sam teases Jesse about their crush, Sam apologizes and stops teasing. 
when a child won't stop teasing after being asked to, they're veering closer to bullying. Unlike teasing between buddies, bullying is relationally damaging. Bullying is defined as a pattern of unwanted and aggressive behavior that involves a real or perceived power imbalance. The power differential may be one of strength, popularity, or access to embarrassing information that a bully might use to intentionally harm or control another child. And we're talking more than just mean words or pushing someone around once or twice. It's a repeated pattern of hurtful, verbal, spoken or written, physical, or social behavior that makes the other child feel afraid, embarrassed, or alone, which can have serious long-term consequences for all of the children involved. So how can you know if your child is at risk of being the target of bullying? From city streets to rural towns, kids can be vulnerable to bullying for different reasons. Groups like LGBTQ youth, those with disabilities, and anyone feeling socially isolated might face higher risks depending on the local environment. Negative stereotypes about these groups can make things worse, leading to more bullying, harassment, and even hate crimes. While bullying can affect any child, some children may be more susceptible due to various characteristics like standing out, due to physical appearance like weight, height, or clothing, socioeconomic background, cultural differences, or even being new to school. There might be a perceived physical weakness. Kids who seem like they're lacking the strength or ability to defend themselves might be targets. Maybe your child has some emotional struggles. Children with depression, anxiety, or low self-esteem may be seen as easier targets or emit vulnerability cues that attract bullies. Limited social connections can be an issue. Having few friends or being unpopular can increase isolation and make it harder for a child to seek help or support if they are being bullied. And then there are social difficulties. Kids who struggle with social interactions or whose underlying challenges or unmet needs lead them to come off as annoying, provocative, or attention-seeking through negative behavior. But keep in mind that these are all just some potential risk factors. Not every child who exhibits one or more of them will be bullied. So what are some signs that your child could be experiencing bullying? While bullying often leaves visible scars, not every child wears them openly. Some signs might be subtle, but your observant eye can ultimately be your child's lifeline. Here are some potential hints that, that something might be wrong. You might see physical shifts, like unexplained bruises, scratches, or torn clothing. Missing or damaged belongings like books, phones, or toys. Or sudden physical complaints like headaches, stomach aches, or even feigned illness. Maybe you'll see changes in routine, like altered eating patterns or skipping meals or overeating. Maybe your child will have trouble sleeping or frequent nightmares. You might notice your child's declining grades or a loss of interest in schoolwork or school avoidance or refusal. There may be some social withdrawal you'll notice, like they're pulling away from their friends or their favorite activities they're avoiding social situations or seeming withdrawn, or they're having difficulty making and keeping friends. And lastly, you might see some emotional indicators, 
like feelings of helplessness, hopelessness, or low self-esteem, or outbursts of anger, or changes in mood, even self-destructive thoughts or behaviors like running away, self-harm, or suicidal talk. Remember, though, that these are just potential clues and not a guaranteed checklist. Every child reacts differently to bullying, and the absence of these signs doesn't rule bullying out. Bullying really takes a toll on kids. Bullying can cause damage to a child's well-being that reaches far into adulthood, and the impact isn't limited to emotional hardship. It's really a multifaceted assault on a child's physical, social, academic, and mental health. The emotional damages can include depression and anxiety. Your child might have overwhelming feelings of sadness, fear, and worthlessness. Maybe even isolation and loneliness. This might look like your child withdrawing from social circles, feeling unwanted and ostracized. You might see a loss of interest. Activities that your child once loved lose their appeal, leaving a sense of apathy and emptiness. Physical manifestations might look like health complaints. The chronic stress of bullying can lead to sleep disturbances, changes in appetite, and unexplained aches and pains like we talked about before. And then there's that problem of self-harm in a desperate attempt to cope with the unbearable pain of ongoing bullying. And then the academic struggles of declining grades because your child might be finding it difficult to focus on schoolwork, leading to the drop in grades and academic performance, and the school avoidance that you might see. The fear and anxiety associated with being in the environment where the bullying happens can lead to increased absences, skipping class, school refusal, or dropping out. It's also important to remember that these consequences aren't fleeting. Studies show that the negative effects of bullying can linger into adulthood, impacting mental health, relationships, and even career choices. In extremely rare cases, the pain and anger fueled by bullying can even push some children towards unthinkable acts of violence. So what actions can you take if your child is being bullied? When your child confides in you about being bullied, it's natural to have feelings of fear, anger, and helplessness. But amidst the emotional storm, remember that you are your child's anchor. So be a safe harbor. Listen without judgment, blame, or overreaction. Or your child will stop keeping you in the loop for fear of upsetting you. Let your child pour out their worries and fears validate their emotions, and assure them of your unwavering support. Make it clear that there's absolutely no excuse for the bullying and that they deserve to be treated with respect. While the urge to quote-unquote fix the situation may be strong, resist acting impulsively. Retaliation against the bully or their family will only escalate the situation. Instead, set the example of constructive problem-solving. Encourage your child to participate in finding solutions, which can empower them to take control of their situation. Help your child name and identify the bullying behavior. This gives them the language to articulate their experience and assert their right to be treated with dignity. Guide your child in developing strategies to handle the bully, like being calm, unflustered, firm, and assertive while telling the bully to stop, or ignoring taunts and removing themselves from the situation. Remind your child that they don't need to stay silent if the bullying continues. They can report it to a trusted adult at school or at home. This can be done in person, 
or even anonymously, through a written note. Your child needs to know that seeking help is not a sign of weakness, but a display of strength and acknowledging their right to feel safe. Practice these strategies through role-playing to build their confidence and preparedness. And don't forget to involve the school, if that's where the bullying is happening, in addressing the issue. Collaborate with teachers, administrators, coaches, or other adults in charge to develop a plan to stop the bullying and ensure your child's safety. Also, remember that you're not in this alone. In addition to getting your child the help they need, seek your own emotional support from your partner, family, trusted friends, or mental health professionals. Sharing your feelings and experiences with those you trust can ease the burden and offer valuable advice. While overcoming bullying may be a gradual process, it doesn't have to be insurmountable. By cultivating an environment of empathy, protective support, and open communication, you can equip your child with the tools they need to rise above adversity and forge healthy, resilient relationships. That's all for today's episode of Project Parenthood. Thanks for listening, and I hope you found this helpful. Be sure to join me live on Instagram at BKParents, that's B-K-P-A-R-E-N-T-S, on Monday, January 29 at 12.45 p.m. for my monthly Ask Dr. Core, and get your questions answered in real time. If you have a question for me about parent-child relationships, respectful parenting tips, and or parental mental health that you'd like me to cover in a future episode, shoot me an email at parenthood at quickanddirtytips.com. Leave a message at 646-926-3243 or leave a message on Instagram at BKParents. And you can learn about my private practice working with parents living in New York State at www.brooklynparenttherapy.com. Catch you next week. Project Parenthood is a quick and dirty tips podcast. It's audio engineered by Dan Firebend. Our podcast and advertising operations specialist is Morgan Christensen. Our digital operations specialist is Holly Hutchings. And our marketing and publicity associate is Davina Tomlin. See you next week.